Uh, there is prayer available after the service as well, but we did want to take some time uh, to uh, do a bit of a formal bit for Angelo and Anne as well. Uh, as uh, we've said on a couple of occasions already, this is an opportunity for us to reflect a bit on his uh, service and ministry here uh, as part of uh, our church here at Gaimia Baptist Church, uh, but also on a life of ministry. Uh, that began at uh, Ramsgate Baptist Church as the youth uh, uh, coordinator <coughs> there. At the end of that, he went to uh, college at Moreland College, ended up serving at Grace Point for 12 years or so, 10 and then 15 in Kayama, and then the last 12 here. Uh, in both of the, uh, the cases at Grace Point and Kayama, small, relatively peninsular churches in Grace Point and a smallish church in Kayama, and in both cases, Angelo uh, just was able to build and grow those communities, and you can imagine how easy that came for him with his exuberance, his love for the Lord, and his love for people. Uh, and uh, it was 12 years ago that uh, we were looking for an associate pastor, someone to oversee pastoral care. And for those of you who might have been here at the time, you might recall that uh, we waited a long time. Uh, we uh, went looking, we couldn't find anybody, and so we decided not to just hire the next person, but to wait. Uh, and I think that was a good decision in the end. <clears throat> uh, in the end, Carl called Angelo uh, at Kayama, and uh, if I can summarize and paraphrase the discussion, uh, how about instead of running a whole church and loving people, you just come and love people? We'll care about all the rest of the stuff. Uh, and uh, Angelo said, let me think about it. Yes, okay. Uh, and uh, has been a pig in mud, I think, is how I describe him ever since. Uh, many of the administrative burdens uh, were taken away as he came to be part of a team for, perhaps not the first time, but one of the first significant teams that he'd been a part of. And for the last 12 years, uh, he has just been an absolute blessing to many of us, uh, particularly for us on the staff, uh, and I know for many of you as well. I didn't, uh, the sermon this morning was not about Angelo. Uh, but it's kind of about Angelo, isn't it? Uh, because his is a life that has been dedicated and driven by a vision of the future in which he will hear the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. And it's that vision of the future that I think has made Angelo who he is. Uh, someone who makes space in his heart and in his head and in his little black book for people. Uh, he remembers people's names because he makes the effort to remember people's names. He finds out bits about their lives because it really is important to him, because it's important to the Lord. Uh, and he cares for people in a deep way because of his deep regard for the Lord. Uh, Angelo is, I believe, a, a theologian of the best sort. He might be a bit surprised at that designation. Uh, and I don't mean the best sort because he's written various tomes on various aspects of theology. But because he has allowed his thinking about God to intersect his real life. And that's what theology is. Every single one of us are theologians, whether we write anything theological or not. It's where our thinking about God intersects real life. And for Angelo, for those of you who know a bit of his story, there has been some real difficult times. Uh, his theology has not been forged in rose gardens and strawberry meadows and whatnot. Uh, it's been forged in the midst of hardship. Uh, from raising two boys broadly on, largely on his own, both at Gray's Point and then at Kayama, uh, and currently there are some family circumstances and illness that they face with some very definite uh, final endings for them. Uh, and those are really hard things. And I don't know if you've heard stories, you know, you probably have friends who say they see good, bad things happen to good people and they say, where's God? And they cast it all away and they say, that's rubbish. A good God would never allow that to happen. 
Well, Angelo is living proof that you can go through very difficult circumstances and still have a deep and abiding faith in the goodness and love of God. That's theology. So I have a deep respect for Angelo, uh, for the way in which he has lived out his life, the dedication that he has uh, given as well. I'm going to invite Angelo up, and we'll come up in a moment. You come up now. We actually, uh, we've been scheming about this for a while. I hope you haven't been reading your e-news, by the way, <laughs> or listening to the announcements. <laughs> But uh, we asked uh, people uh, from this church, we tried to track down as many from Grace Point and Kayama and others, uh, who uh, gave a little photo, some of them with you in them, um, but uh, f photos of themselves and reflections on the impact that you've made in their lives. Uh, so there's about 75 little stories in here. I had a bit of a look at the digital version while I was somewhere, uh, and uh, it looks fantastic. So I hope that uh, everyone gets a chance to look at that. Uh, but uh, on behalf of the church, and in a moment I'm going to allow Angelo to respond, then we're going to pray for Angelo and Anne. But on behalf of the church, I would like to, uh, well, wish you God's blessing. Uh, and then instead of extending you the right hand of fellowship, I'd like to offer you the hug and the kiss of fellowship. So let me offer the book to you, and then take it back, because we have to give it to you in the next service. <clears throat> there are also some flowers for Anne, which are coming down now, so you can have a quick sniff, and then we'll take them away as well. <laughs> some flowers for them, but I'll hand over to... Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> It's a vision of the future, right there. Did you get a photo of that hug, Martin? Oh, good, that's good. Um, I want to take the opportunity to say thank you, of course. And um, I want to start off by um, saying thank you to God, first and foremost. Um, Mark has nailed it on the head when he said that the main thing in my life is to hear those words of Jesus one day, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And that's what drives me and has driven me along throughout uh, my life. And before I even get to my notes, I do want to say again what Mark has mentioned, that the, the tough times in life um, is what God uses to help us to be who we are. And uh, I praise God for that. Didn't at the time, and don't at the time when we go through tough times, just like you. The tough times that you go through, you don't want to sort of say, where are you, God, and why haven't you taken this away from me? But they're the things that mould and shape our characters in our lives. Keep trusting and keep your hope up in God. Um, I want to thank God for his goodness and mercy and faithfulness and grace over the 37 years of my pastoral ministry. More than that, I want to thank him for accepting me to be his son. Apart from anything I've done in serving him, the most privileged thing I have is being, being in his family. So I thank God for accepting me into his family and for the privilege of calling me into ministry. I've lo I love my work. Um, I've enjoyed the whole 37 years, plus extra before that. Uh, I just enjoy doing uh, ministry. And the last three churches that I've served... I've loved every minute of it. God has been so good and kind and faithful 
and gracious. Um, if you've been blessed in any way because of my life in your life, thank God. Thank God for that. Secondly, I want to publicly acknowledge and thank Anne for the... <laughs> 21 years of ministry. <laughs> she's been along my side. The sacrifices she's made along the way, the support, the encouragement, the love she has shown me, the wisdom she has shared with me in a lot of situations that I've been in where I thought... I don't know what to do here. Anne is a very wise woman, and she shared a lot of that with me. The joy and adventure she has added to my life is unbelievable. I'm not sure if I would even be in ministry after some of those tough times that I've been through had it not been for Anne. She's an amazing person, and uh, I thank you, Anne, publicly for that. Why don't you give her a hand for me? Now, you may be, um, uh, uh, what's that phrase? You may be forgiven if you think that this is Ruth sitting beside Anne. Uh, <laughs> Ruth's best friend, uh, Taylor, uh, they've grown up together since they were in kindergarten type of thing, early um, third class or whatever, when, in, when we came up here. And uh, Ruth is in Cambodia, as most of you know, my daughter, our daughter. And she um, asked Taylor to fill in for her today. So Taylor's been getting all my hugs and crushes and kisses. And Later on, Taylor, you're going to have to jump up in my arms. We're going to have to take a photo of that and show Ruth. But thank you for filling in for Ruth. And my um, other two sons will be here in the next service. And they're coming up as family and that'll be lovely to have them here too. I want to thank the staff that I've worked with over the past 12 years for here. Uh, particularly, I want to mention the three pastors who I've worked alongside the most. And that is Carl Fays. Mark Rader and Anthony Sell. They've been such an inspiration to me as I've worked here in this church. Uh, I've loved them and uh, I still do and I have been inspired by their faith and their commitment and their dedication to God. And that has been easy to work with these guys over the years. Not to mention Paul Summers and Steve Dixon and Leanne Carter and Jamie and the present start that we have on with... with uh, if, uh, if I mention them I'll forget somebody but... It's been fabulous to work in this church. I'm going to come to you in a minute, but it's been fabulous to work on staff with the people that have come and have gone. For Mark, I want to say, and I've written it down here, I love this man, because I see in his life a desire to please and honour God. And I've seen that ever since I've been here 12 years ago. I've watched much Mark growing up in ministry, maturing as well, if I can say that. I'm an older person, so I can say that. He's younger than me. But I've seen him mature and grow in his commitment, in his dedication, in his love for God, and I feel privileged to be working alongside him. Do you know, Mark could be anywhere in the world with his gifts and his abilities that God has given him. And he's such a humble man with that because I, I know a lot of ministers uh, I've been the associations and Baptist Ministers Association secretary for a long time and I've seen them come and I've seen them go and I've seen good ones and really wonderful men. But we have here in our church a wonderful man of God who serves God with all his heart, with all his compassion, with all his dedication. And uh, I, uh, I just want to say he inspires me to do the same and I'm very blessed to be here with you, Mark. Can you give him a hand for me, please? Thank you, Mark. great 
finally, I want to thank you guys. There's so many of you uh, in whose lives I have been in on different occasions for certain reasons. I know that I've married a lot of you. I've dedicated your children. I've walked with some of you when you've lost loved ones. Um, it's been a real privilege to uh, be with you and uh, share the ministry alongside you over the years. Uh, as I look around and see faces, uh, you've warmed in my heart and uh, I've prayed for many of you many times and you've been on my little black book as Mark calls it. It's actually a green book. It's one of our old directories that I've used and reused and reused and it's falling apart so many times and replaced it three or four times. But uh, I've worked with some of you along the welcoming team with Anne and then uh, life group leaders and those who help me with pastoral care. Uh, the different ministries of our church, Rayleigh House Ministries and those who serve there, Playtime Ministries. Thank you for your encouragement, for your love, for your inspiration, for allowing me to be in your homes, for a lot of you, and in your hearts. The influence you've had on my daughter Ruth as she's grown up here in this church. Thank you very much for her now. She's a missionary in Cambodia. Thanks, for, thanks very much for that. But I do thank you for the um, inspiration you've had in some of the leaders in youth. And uh, thank you for being here today, Pete. You've been great. I love, that. I love our current staff with uh, Ryan and Pete and Drew and so many of you. I just can't mention all your names. But it's been a real honour and a privilege for me to be part of our church and part of your lives. And I thank you so much as I look around and see you looking back at me. It's just really wonderful to have you here. If you're new in our church, stick to it. Stick to it because you'll be very, very blessed and very used by God. I want to finish by um, reading a very appropriate passage in Philippians, and I think it talks about you, and I want to say this. I thank my God for you every time I think of you, and every time I pray for you all, I pray with joy because of the way in which you have helped me in the work of the gospel from the very first day until now. And so I'm sure that God who began this good work in you will carry it on until it is finished on the day of Christ Jesus. You're always in my heart, and so it is only right for me to feel as I do about you. For you have shared with me in this privilege that God has given me. God is my witness, and I'm telling you the truth when I say that my deep feelings for you all comes from the heart of Christ Jesus himself. So true. I pray that your love will keep on growing more and more, together with true knowledge and perfect judgment, so that you'll be able to choose what is best. Then you'll be free from all impurity and blame in the day of Christ. Your lives will be filled with truly good qualities which only Christ Jesus can produce for the glory and praise of God. And Jen, thank you for singing that wonderful song, wherever you are, Jen. It's my favourite and uh, I just love giving God the glory for all these done in my life. Thank you so much, everyone of you. Thank you. So typical of the man, isn't it? Couldn't you have all written his speech for him? He'll thank God. Uh, he'll thank the people he's worked with. He'll thank us and make it not about him at all. <laughs> we could have all written that speech because we know this man. Uh, we want to take an opportunity to pray for them. Uh, and that'll be the last kind of element of the kind of serious stuff. Then there's a silly song that has to be sung, apparently. <laughs> I don't know who started that tradition. <laughs> 
wasn't very bright. Nonetheless, we want to pray for them, so come forward, please. Uh, and I'm going to invite you to stand uh, as we do that. Uh, and uh, let's be praying together. Uh, I want to pray briefly, but I want to pray for this couple as we send them out. Uh, this is not the end of ministry for them. Uh, it's just a different stage of that. So we want to pray for them. I'm really grateful that they'll be around uh, for the foreseeable future as well, uh, for them to be part of our congregation in an ongoing sense. So will you please join me as we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for Angelo and Anne. We thank you for the things that you taught him uh, and, and her in their lives that have prepared them for service uh, wherever you have them. We thank you for the wonderful ways in which you have blessed us through Angelo and Anne. And as he has requested, we want to thank you for that blessing. Uh, we know that we have experienced your love and your grace and your wisdom when we have encountered both of them. And we thank you for the wonderful things you've done in their lives. We want to pray for them as they enter into this new stage of life. We pray that this transition to retirement would be as smooth as it can be. Uh, that they, you would fill their days with good things. Not just experiences and not just stuff. But that you'd fill their lives with ministry and service all the days of their lives. That they would be fulfilled and uh, content in all that you have given to them. And for the difficult days that are on their horizon as well, we want to commit them into your hands. We pray for your strong hand to uphold their hearts, that your deep sense of comfort and peace would descend upon them and guard their hearts and minds. We pray that in the midst of difficulty, they would continue to confess that you are their good Father who loves them and those in their family. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the wonderful privilege of knowing and working alongside Angelo and Anne. Pray your blessing upon them. May your face radiate with joy because of them. May you show them your favor and give them your peace. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Will you thank them one more time as they just return to their seats? You may be seated. Um, for those of you who might be visiting today, this is where it gets a little bit weird, <clears throat> if it hasn't already. Uh, uh, there's a tradition that when we send off staff members, and there's no real, I don't understand exactly how you qualify for one, but we just know, uh, and Angelo does, when we kind of write a silly song and then perform it. This time, I've managed to enlist uh, Drew Harding, uh, who leads worship quite regularly in the morning, and Kath Ullman, who does as well, uh, to help me with this. Um, I wrote some silly lyrics. I left it with them and then said, let's meet on Sunday morning and go over it. Um, <clears throat> when I get back from New Zealand, they've gone over it, so I'm holding up the kind of the back end on this. The words will be on the screen behind, as uh, we normally do. Uh, we'd invite you to sing along if you'd like, or just kind of enjoy the frivolity of the experience. Um, and uh, You'll get, there's a kind of a bit where you can join in. You'll figure that out as you go. So, uh, here's the silly song for Angelo. Filling the pews If you've been with us over the years There's one thing you will 
Thank you, Drew and Kath. From now on, you have to be here longer than me to get a silly song. <laughs> I think that's the new rule. Nonetheless, uh, we're going to go out and there's going to be there's a cake that's going to get cut, uh, and then a different cake will be served, and then the cake that's cut will be served at the next service. A bit of sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah. See what I did there? But as uh, Anne and Angelo go, we're going to form, uh, I suppose you could call it a guard of honor, but we're going to call it a tunnel of love because it's Angelo. So I'm going to get them to come up this aisle here, and I'm going to get everyone just to fill in and out to the atrium and just, you know, kind of do this thing. So there's a nice little tunnel of love for them to walk through as they go out to the atrium. So we've got one started at the back. Figure yourselves out. If you want to squish in or go out to the atrium, if, you, if we need to bend it around here, that's okay. Feel free to slap them on the back or give them a hug or something appropriate. It's the tunnel of love. In honor of Angelo, let's go have cake. I have watched over your 